Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the World. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And I'm excited because this week is a solo hosted episode. Oh my gosh, it feels like forever since you and I, just the two of us, and everybody else listening as well. Uh, that's an inside joke for those who have been following my vlog and my, my discussion about how people tell us that the only way that you can communicate to an audience effectively is to tell them or use language such as you and, and, and make sure you never say you guys or hey everybody uh, because you want people to feel like you're talking just to them. And the reality is, is I don't, I, I think you guys might know this, but it might not just be me and you in this conversation. I, uh, one-sided conversation as it is, I, I, I'm pretty sure you're smart enough to know that there might be other people other than you that are listening to this as well. Uh, so that's why I say, hey, everybody, glad to have you here. Hey, friends. Hey, folks. What's up, everybody? I, I say that all the time in the content that I create, but that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I'm, actually, this week is, by the way, going to be more of a just personal off the cuff, off the top of my head uh, podcast episode. And I am intentionally right now deciding, (laughs) please just follow me up on this one, Cliff. Got to talk to myself. I am not going to edit this episode. So therefore, you're going to get whatever comes out of my mouth over the next, uh, let's try to keep it about 40 minutes. How's that sound? So with that being said, I am only what is it, 22 days away from the Free the Dream Conference as I'm recording this on Thursday, August 16th. And um, some exciting things are happening. Uh, tomorrow is uh, the August 17th. Stephanie and I will celebrate our 22nd wedding anniversary. So I'm super excited about that. Then uh, next Monday on August 20th, we're dropping our oldest daughter off at Western Kentucky University. She will be moving into the dorms there and starting her first year of college. And that is going to be an incredible day. I'm sure it's going to be full of plenty of emotions and all of that good stuff. But I'm so thankful to work for myself and have the freedom and the flexibility to be able to have my schedule in in such a way that I get to be a part of that process and Oh, man, I, I'm looking forward to helping her get moved in. Uh, and I, I'm looking forward to her breaking out on her own uh, and, and maybe getting a taste of, of life outside of the wings of mom and dad. So that, that's going to be an incredible life change, if you will. And of course, there's still plenty of life change happening outside of just those normal things that are going on in life. Uh, with with everything in my business as it relates to this Free the Dream conference. And I got to tell you, part of me has from time to time thought, who do I think I am creating a conference? What 
what was going through my mind when I told the world that I have a vision or a dream of speaking to thousands of people in a stadium? Which, by the way, um, my daughter, Megan, has very clear, with great clarity, has helped me discover that there is some problem with the language that I've been using, because I've been talking about my vision of the future is is like filling stadiums, um, but she has expressed to me that stadiums typically uh, indicate event spaces that are open air, and I don't want anything that would be weather permitting. I'm I I, I rely on my certainty too much, uh, my my hum- basic human need of certainty and. Uh, the idea of of booking an event in a stadium without a roof over it uh, that that doesn't sound appealing to me. So is it is it coliseums? Is it uh, I don't know what do you call them arenas? So I, I want to do arena events. I don't want to do stadium events. I want to do arena events. Of course, I haven't backed that up and checked on the exact definition of a stadium if that means that it's open air, but. Not that it really matters, and now that I've said it, it's not getting edited out. I apologize for that. Let's move on. So anyway, Free the Dream Conference. Gosh, what was I thinking? I had no idea what I didn't know. And yeah, this is way different than marketing any other product or service that I've ever marketed in the past. You see, for me... Uh, originally, when I started my business, I was doing one-on-one coaching and consulting. And you can only handle so many of those per week. So getting 10, 20, 30 people to hire you one-on-one, that, that's a doable thing, especially for me. I'm, I'm a very direct sales kind of person. As I'm a very relationship-oriented salesperson. So if I can have a conversation with you, I can... I can I can sell. <laughs> Quite frankly, I can sell, which by the way, my definition of sales is helping actually convincing others to make a decision that will have a pr- profound and positive impact on their lives. That's what I consider selling to be. It's convincing others to make a decision that will have a powerful and positive and profound impact on their life. So if I believe that my services are a good fit for you, then selling you on my services is an easy thing for me because I believe that what I have to offer without any shadow of a doubt is going to have a powerful, positive, and profound impact on your life. And if I can have that as a conversation with you, that conversation, by the way, can happen via email communication. It can happen in private messaging through Instagram. It can happen through video messages back and forth. It can happen as a phone call, a Zoom call, a Skype call. It can happen in a face-to-face even. Uh, if, If we can have a conversation, then communicating to you how the products and services that I have to offer are going to have a profound impact and help you experience the transformation that you desire, that, that, is, a, that is such a non-issue for me. And to be able to do that one-on-one with people, 20, 30 people at a time, 40 people at a time, uh, over the course of a month, that, that is a non-issue for me. So, and of course, I've built my business on this. Even when I went to online group coaching programs, you think about podcasting A to Z. For those of you who knew that I did that for several years, uh, when podcasting A to Z, I had that. It was 20 students at a time six for four weeks. Uh, 
Um, so I did it for a month and I did it six months out of the year and each course was limited to 20 people. Now that was $2,000 per person times 20 people. That's 40 grand per month of income to the business. And I'm like, yeah, that's that was a pretty decent income. Of course, many times I had more than 20 students. Sometimes I had 20 to 30 students still at the $2,000 per student. So Selling 20 to 30 spots in podcasting A to Z was relatively easy for me because I had a mailing list of several thousand people and my desire through email was to send out a marketing message that let them know that my next session of podcasting A to Z was coming up. And of course, many people immediately just jumped in and and signed up because they knew about the program. They'd been saving for it. They were just waiting for the next course to be announced. And of course, inevitably, every single time there were people who said, hey, Cliff, I can't do it this time, but you know, can you let me know when the next one is? And of course, I would keep those as follow-ups and and I, I, I would follow up with people personally, one-on-one. And like I said, once, once I can do the one-on-one, um, eventually I know I'm going to be able to do it. As, as long as I'm confident that what I'm offering is going to give you the transformation that you desire. It's going to be have a powerful, profound, and positive impact on your life. And, and if, I can, if I can share my enthusiasm for just how much of a transformation you're going to achieve as a result of working with me, I can share that enthusiasm with you. And, and, and it's, a no, it's, a no, it's a no-brainer. Now, the thing is, though, is my very first, Free the Dream is the very first time I'm doing a quote-unquote conference. It's not the first time I'm doing a live event. I've done many live events now. Uh, I've done several live events here in the Next Level Studio, things you might have heard me talk about in the past and I will be doing more of in the future. They're called Next Level Workshops. Those are limited to no more than 14 people because of the space that I have here in the Next Level Studio. So, um, it, again, still it, it, actually filling the next level workshop is almost a non-issue. It's 14 people. That's all I need to, to have conversations with. Uh, and many people, it, I, it's not even 14 people. Usually it's six or seven sign up all on their own. And so I just need to speak to the other folks to to fill up the remaining spots. And And that's just so easy. So with my first conference, however... I had set it as a goal. I want to have 300 people at my first event. 300 people whose lives will be radically transformed as a result of the environment of hope that I am creating. The environment that is going to help spark and ignite dreams inside of people and then fill them with so much passion that the glowing ember of their dreams will be have like this fuel poured all over top of it and they will be empowered and ignited to go out into the world with great purpose and zeal and they will be armed with strategies that I only wish I would have known about eight years ago, 10 years ago, 12 years ago and they are going to be armed and empowered with the tools and techniques and strategies necessary to achieve anything that they decide to pursue. That's what Free the Dream is. And my goal, my vision for the first event is to have 300 people there. 
And well, I'm not quite at 300 people yet. However, I, I'm not focused on what I don't have. Although I, I'm tempted to, I'm tempted to see how many people have not signed up as far as the gap between my vision and where our registrations are now. But here's what I can tell you. Without any more marketing, there's going to be approximately 100 people. If nobody else signs up, there'll be about 100 people at the event. Now, the chances of nobody else signing up are slim to absolutely zero. So that's not going to be a thing. But here's what I can tell you about the first 100 people that are going to be at this event. Number one, how incredible is it that there are 100 people that are going to be in Franklin, Tennessee who are going to experience a life transformational message after message after message after message, techniques and tips and tools and strategies, things that I wish I would have known then, the things that Dan Miller wished he would have known then, things that Ray Edwards, Aaron Walker, Giovanna Ellison, PJ Jonas, all of my speakers, all the things that we wish if we only knew these things 10 years ago, how radically would our past 10 years have been? How much faster would we have been able to achieve our dreams? How many, how many pains and very, uh, how, how many just, yeah, pains would we have avoided? How many times could we, uh, what if I could tell you, for me, one of the things that I'm excited about is, is the end of emotional suffering. Uh, what if I could tell you that, I used to deal with sometimes weeks of depression throughout my year on my entrepreneurial journey, you know, just getting really discouraged, even in the midst of like seemingly no reason for it whatsoever. It's like, wait a second, I just had the most profitable year of my life, uh, or I just came off the most profitable month of my life, and it was actually 3x more profitable than I've ever experienced in my life. And then out of nowhere come these seasonal blues. And that's what I, I gave it some language. I gave it a, I gave it a label, if you will. And then, then I, I confirmed that other people have seasonal blues. And, I, and as we had, we, you know, kind of uh, just without even consciously thinking about it, I kind of just joined the club, you know, the seasonal blues club. Yay, I'm down too. Yeah, I'm just laying in bed just Wondering if I'm ever going to be motivated to get up and go and work anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm down for, you know, I'm just going to sit here and binge watch TV and say, woe is me. I don't know if you've ever experienced that before. Maybe I'm the only one. I don't know. But I experienced that practically every year from just before I started working full-time <laughs> leading into that first year. It's like, oh my gosh, why did I just quit my job? What am I doing? I'm not qualified for this. I'm not worthy of this. I don't have the business training. What did I just do? This Is this the biggest mistake of my life? And I was freaking out and just paralyzed with fear. But then at, even after my first year in business, it's like, oh my gosh, what have I done? It's like, this is all I've made and I've worked around the clock. And then and then each year after that, it, the finances were, okay, well, wow, we still made it. And we made it without going into debt because we had gotten out of debt before we started our business, but we made it. Food was on the table. All of the bills were paid. And sure, I worried. I had tons of anxiety. Uh, and, and, and there were times when I was paralyzed by fear and doubt. But at the end of the year, I made it. 
And that, but the crazy thing is, the more profitable I got, there were still seasons where I would just get the blues. I would get like discouraged. I would lose. It, it seemingly like it's like all of my confidence in what I've achieved was sucked right out of me. And I'm like, wow, I, what if everything I just achieved was a fluke? What if I don't have what it takes to ever be able to do that again? What what if what if I'm a fraud? <laughs> what what if who do I think I am? And I don't guys, I don't know if you ever deal with those thoughts, but those things kept creeping up over and over and over again until some at some point it finally would just paralyze me and sometimes it was as little as two or three days that's that's very rare that it was only that but sometimes it would be as much as two full weeks and and even though I know you shouldn't do it, it it's kind of like something that the only people that know that this is going on in my life is my wife who has put up with it year after year after year. God bless her soul. And unfortunately, my three children who unfortunately had to endure my seasons of, of, let's just give it the D word, depression. And it's just like year after year after year. Now, the interesting thing that I will share with you is that I have not had a quote-unquote season of blues. I have not experienced depression in over two years. Not once. Now, I want to tell you, I'm not saying, I, I do not want you to think that those initial thoughts and feelings have not popped back up. They still do today. Matter of fact, they started popping up about three weeks ago when I realized, hey, I haven't really sold that many tickets compared to back when I first announced uh, the ticket sales in April. Because here's what I'll tell you. In April, the first three weeks, it was insane how many people were signing up for Free the Dream. And they were not buying standard tickets. They were all buying VIP and I was like, confidence boost through the roof. It's like, had a call with my friend Mark Mason. He's like, so um, have you thought about, you know, what's what would happen if, if you don't hit 300? It's like, you don't understand. Dude, Mark, if you only saw the the response that I'm getting right now and the conversations I'm having with people and and the communication back and forth and and the number, I mean, I, I, I just told you how many people signed up within three weeks. There's not a possibility. It's not, it's, I don't even see it as possible that I would sell less than 300 tickets. And, <laughs> and then all of a sudden things started to slow down. And in May, uh, I don't know what happened to me in May, but I just, I ceased all marketing in May. I have no idea why. But then in June, I'm like, okay, it's time to start picking this up. And I started to do things. And then, of course, July is when things really started to pick up in my marketing. But when July happened, I looked at the results of ticket sales in, in May. And I looked at the results of ticket sales in June. And I'm like, okay, I, I, my confidence level is not as high as when I talked to Mark. 
And that's putting it lightly. I was tempted to completely have all of my confidence knocked out of me. I was completely uh, tempted to think that, who do I think I am about doing this event? I mean, seriously, what, what have I gotten myself into? I mean, am I really worthy of these people's attention? I, I, I think about this. It's like, man, I've got Ling coming all the way from France. This is the first time he's ever been to the United States. He's just recently married not too long ago. You know, he's, he's early on in his entrepreneurial journey, and, and the guy is making all of this sacrifice to, and in this huge investment to come to the United States for the very first time to attend the Free the Dream conference. Am I worthy of that? I mean, these are the thoughts that are coming through. My friend Freya Casey coming all the way from Germany to the Free the Dream conference. And of course, nearly 100 other people coming from all over the United States and Canada to the Free the Dream conference. And 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 I got to tell you I started to have those initial thoughts of I'm not worthy. What if I'm a fraud? Um, it, you know, it's like, is, is any of this stuff really my own? I mean, aren't I just basically taking the things that I've learned from other people and teaching their material? I mean, gosh, aren't other, aren't those original sources more qualified to teach? Don't they have conferences of their own? These people could be going to a Tony Robbins conference. Why would they want to come to mine? So was I tempted to have those thoughts? Absolutely. And in the past, more than two years ago, what I will tell you is I would have actually dwelled on those thoughts. And the dwelling upon those thoughts and focusing on those thoughts would have caused me to have intense feelings and intense emotions and I would feel unworthy. I would feel like a fraud. I would feel like I I shouldn't be doing this. And I can tell you right now, had I not learned what I learned about two and a half, just over two years ago, had I not learned what I know now, that feeling, that focus, those thoughts would have led to a severe depression where I just sit in my bed and do nothing and binge watch on some television. And and what would happen would be I would not have actually done any marketing throughout the month of July. I I, I would have put it off. I was it's like, okay, you know what? Let me just focus only on, and at that point, by, by July, I think there were 47 people registered for Free the Dream, um, which, get this, remember, 43 when I talked to Mark in April? And yes, I told you that I didn't do any marketing in May. I didn't do any marketing in June, and four people had signed up between April and July. I don't know about you, but that was tempting to knock my confidence way on down. And and in the past, it would have caused me to spiral into just woe is me. I'm not worthy. I, You know what? Let, let's just focus on trying to do everything within my power to make sure that, that these people at least feel like it was worth it. But I probably shouldn't market this to anyone else because quite frankly, I don't know that I can meet their expectations. And it's like, I, I don't know if you guys have ever had those thoughts, but the thing is, is I know that, that all of that stuff is baloney. It's not true. The, th- the thoughts are real. 
but those thoughts are not mine. Those emotions, guess what? Here's and, and, and the reason why I share all of this with you, it's like, oh my gosh, it, it, am I? And I'm actually asking myself, am I telling you guys all of this? I, I am telling you this. The reason why I'm telling you this is because just over two years ago, I went to Unleash the Power Within, a Tony Robbins event. And at Unleash the Power Within, one of the sessions that Tony taught was how to be in control of your emotional state. Not that you'll never experience emo- like sadness, not that you'll ever experience anger, not that you'll never have a depressing thought or emotion, but instead of it taking days or weeks or potentially longer to get out of it, what if you could get out of it in an instant? Or... And and even and by the way, I am absolutely convinced that you can get. I can get. Now, the thing is, is that my 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 bouts of depression, I do not believe have ever been any sort of chemical imbalance. You know, I I've never been diagnosed with depression or anything like that. And and I don't claim to know anything about those who who the 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 chemistry side of things. But what I can tell you is the thoughts and the emotion sides of, side of things. Mo, most of our depression, at least all of my depression that I've ever experienced, I've caused myself by the use of my physical body, the use of my mental focus, and the use of my language and or the meaning that I give to any certain situation. And when I learned that at any moment in time, I can shift my physical body and put it into a different position. I can, I can tweak the muscles in my face. I can actually choose to sit up instead of slou- slouching over. I can choose to breathe heavily instead of shallow. I can choose to look up instead of down. I can choose to, to do all sorts. I can choose to wiggle my butt. And I have edited that from what Joseph McClendon III uh, uh, told us. He, he, he called it, shake that um, hiney. So anyway, yeah, I, I learned that I can change my, it's called your physiology. I learned that I can, I am in complete control of my physical body. I can change how I hold my body. And then I can change how, what my, I, I am in control of my thoughts, so therefore, if I'm in control of my thoughts, I can control what I'm focused on. So if I wanted to, I could focus. There are only 47 people registered for this event. Why are there only 47 people? Well, okay, well, probably because, Cliff, you just didn't do any marketing in May. Well, why didn't I do it? Maybe because you don't feel worthy of it. Maybe because of this. Maybe because of that. Maybe this. You know, I could focus on all of those things, all right? But if I wanted to, in an instant... Instead of going down that path, I could say, hey, wow, there are 47 people who have purchased tickets, which by the way, almost all of those people have purchased a a VIP ticket. That means that most of those people, nobody's paid less than $1,000 to attend this event. Cliff, what does that mean? Wow. That's a lot of people who believe in the message that I'm bringing to them. There's somebody traveling all the way from France, all the way from Germany. Why? 
because they believe in what I am putting together, that it's going to give them the transformation that they desire in their life. Wow, is that a different belief? Is that a different focus? Yes. Does that give me different feelings? Yes. And then meanings. It's like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? Well, I could say that there are only 47 people. That What does that mean? Well, that means that Cliff... <laughs> You suck, dude. You there ain't you're not worthy of a 300 person event. You can't even Cliff, you can't even fill 300 people for your first event and you're dreaming of stadiums, now coliseums or <laughs> whatever. Uh, I yeah, that only makes sense if I didn't edit. See, now I can't go back and edit out because then I'd have to just re-record. So it, this definitely not getting edited. So who do you think you are blah 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 or could I assign a different meeting? Wow, 47 people. What does this mean? Well, it means that I better get busy if I'm going for my goal of 300. What do I need to do? All right? And by the way, why do I want more people? Well, yes, I'd like to break even on this event. That would be awesome. Which, by the way, thank you, God. <laughs> and, and I hope you guys, for those of you who are not faith-based, you'll just forgive me. But i just just like to give a little shout out. Thank you, God. We are now at break even. <laughs> Just this week, we are literally break even. So if not one more person purchases a ticket, the great news is that when all of the invoices come in from all of the vendors, from ticket sales alone, I have all of the money in the account to pay every single invoice without it coming out of my own personal <laughs> savings. Whew. So God... I thank you for that. And I shouldn't have been shocked and I should have never had any anxiety or fear or worry or doubt. And I and I get that. But I admit that sometimes I need help with my unbelief. So I appreciate your help with that. And and so thank you, God. All right. So I'm back to you guys now. That that all was directed to my 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 good friend upstairs. So with that being said, uh, why do I want more? I mean, you're, Cliff, you're break-even. Why, why can't you just be happy with 100 people there? And, and you know what? The thing is, is if I don't ha- – I had to ask myself this. What would happen if I don't have 300 people at this event? What does that mean? And, and well, it could mean that, well, gosh, Cliff, you, one of your talks is how to achieve any goal that you want. And your goal was 300 people at Free the Dream. Okay, uh, does that mean that you are no longer qualified to speak on the, the steps to achieve any goal that you set your mind to? Well, come to Free the Dream and I'll teach you about whether or not it means I'm qualified to teach. Basically, failure is not, never really failure unless you fail to learn from the things that didn't work. And here's what I will tell you, during this event, I have learned so many things that I had no idea about. I am so thankful, by the way, for the relationships that I have built over the years, most of which I have met uh, or have have established and grown through face-to-face interaction at annual events, I want to point out. How do you, you know, people say, Cliff, how do you, how do you know Dan Miller? How do you have a relationship with Michael Hyatt? How do you have such a close friendship with Ray Edwards? How do you have such a close relationship with Pat Flynn, John Lee Dumas, Amy Porterfield? Guess what, my friends? 
all of those relationships may have started initially through a little social media interaction, a little engagement here and there, but all of those relationships were further solidified and some of them actually established at first at live events. So just a little added benefit for you there if you're thinking about coming to the Free the Dream conference in three weeks from now. So uh, yeah, anyway, I'm so thankful for my friends because I gotta tell you, I I have people who have done events who are saying, hey Cliff, uh, just wanna let you know, a majority of your ticket sales, especially for your first event, are going to happen within the uh, two the two to three weeks right before the event. And they keep saying that. And I tell you, I trust the, the I think it's been about four or five people who have told me this. Uh, my friend Jeff Goins has confirmed this. My friend Dan Franks, uh, Jeff Goins, by the way, does the Tribe Conference. Uh, my friend Dan Franks from Podcast Movement has has told me this. My friend Ray Edwards, who's done several live event or lot conferences himself, have has told me this. My friend Michael Stelzner uh, from Social Media Examiner has told me this, and several other people have actually also told me this. And so I believe these guys, these folks, would never lie to me. And and guess what? As of tomorrow, on my wife and I's twenty second wedding anniversary we hit the three-week mark. And so I'm expecting tomorrow morning when I wake up to see ticket sales starting to just roll right on in. And, and then it's like, okay, and if they don't, then, then, then just one more Friday away, those two weeks. I, it's like, let's just see them roll right in. That would be great. But what does it mean if it doesn't? It just means that, hey, I didn't know what I didn't know about marketing a live event. As far as putting a live event on, you know, I that is not a brain that one's not a problem for me. I've had enough experience with my own small live events. This is just scaling it up a bit. The good news is that I'm not on my own trying to figure out how to do this. I've hired uh, Matt and Lauren Brady. They have a place called Brady Made uh, productions. If you are thinking about hosting your own event, email me and I would love to give you an email introduction. It's not an affiliate thing or anything like that. They're just amazing people. They have done all of the events for Michael Hyatt, Ken Davis, uh, for Jeff Goins, and many other people out there. The, these people know live events and it, it, they make it a snap. For as far as the actual event itself and the, all the setup, the signage, the staging, the lights, the sound, the video engineering and recording, and yeah, all of that stuff, piece of cake. And as far as content, I, I there's I don't have any problem filling time with with communication and putting together a message. And in fact, I just today put the final draft or final touches on my first draft of the slides for my opening keynote, which is titled, We Have a BS Problem. (laughs) And by BS, I'm talking belief system. And I, I already have all my other talks. I know exactly what talks I'm going to do. It's going to be incredible. I have seven different sessions that I will be speaking at Free the Dream. And by the way, I'm absolutely convinced that any one of the seven talks that I am delivering at Free the Dream, any one of them alone will be worthy 
of Ling traveling all the way from Germany and Freya Casey coming all the way, I'm sorry, Ling coming all the way from France, Freya coming all the way from Germany. If I, if, if, if those two came from outside of the United States and traveled all the way to Franklin, Tennessee, and all they heard was the opening address that I give, it will have been worth it. And I can say the same for each of the other individual sessions that I will be delivering because any of these talks are the things, the strategies, the techniques, the tools that I've used in my own life to number one, um, completely master my physical body. Those of you who don't know this, I have lost over 100 pounds since November 2014. And I have kept those pounds off and they will remain off for the rest of my life. Would you like to learn how to do that? Come to Free the Dream, freethedream.live. It's one of the sessions I'll be talking, uh, delivering. Uh, Not only that, but I've been able to radically transform all of the relationships in my life. Not that my wife and I have ever had a bad marriage, but we have, after 22 years, an amazing marriage. We are more in love today than we were the day we met, than the day we got married, and any other day previous to today. And I promise you, you could ask Stephanie yourself and she'll tell you the same thing. The other thing I can tell you is that my relationship with my children is better today than it's ever been in the past. And in fact, my oldest child, Megan, who's getting ready to go away to college on Monday, uh, we have had some challenging times in our relationship with one another. And I'm not going to tell you that our relationship today is perfect, but it is so vastly changed in such a radical way that I I never dreamed I could restore the relationship based upon the amount of neglect that I I gave as a parent during the first three years of my business. And... If there's anything that I regret in the earliest days of my business is how much I worked and how much I missed on important events in my daughter's life in that transition from being a little girl into a young woman. I missed some vital years, some vital events in her life. And and I will tell you, I, I, I thought for a while that I might never have a great relationship with my daughter until maybe one day when she gets older, she has children of her own, and she starts to understand a few things uh, about how life works. But I, I learned a few techniques. I learned uh, something called, a, it's called your, uh, what is it, the formula for happiness. I've learned all about um, just meaning, associations, and so many other things that helped me shift my perspective, my expectations of what our relationship should be. And as a result of the techniques that I've learned, I will tell you that my my daughter and I, well, like I will tell you, it's not perfect. I it I, I it's not perfect, but we have a really good relationship. And it is it is it is so I would say it is restored. Uh, and 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 all of I believe the damage that was caused from those earlier days 
has has been restored. Um, but you know, the thing is, is there there are still some things that I have to grow, and and without expecting her to grow, we know that she will as well. And so I, I'm optimistic. And I, but the thing is, I can tell you, the the parts that require me to change have changed. I have, by the way, you come to free the dream. I'm not going to teach you how to change other people. I will only teach you how to change yourself. All right. And here's the other thing is not just my talks at free the dream, but the other, the other talks, I have 10 other speakers, which by the way, one thing that I've learned uh, from hosting my first event is that I, 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 I I don't know that I would have invited so many speakers. And I and I, I I seem to wonder why did I invite so many speakers? Did I invite so many speakers maybe because I had some kind of unconscious belief that I didn't have what it took and so therefore I needed the the credibility of some of my mentors there. And and but part of me says, well, no, maybe but the other part of me says, but gosh, Cliff, look at all these people that you have as peers and, and mentors and friends that, that are incredible communicators that, that love you and would be willing to speak at your event. And these people have had such a powerful and profound impact in your life. How could you not expose those who come to your conference to their message, to their greatest insights about what they wish they would have known years ago that could have saved them so much pain and suffering or failed uh, attempts at certain things in their businesses or in their personal lives. So I, I, the, the thing, though, is, is that, yeah, I, I, I wonder. I, I wonder. The, the other th- but here's what I want to say is I, 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 where am I? 41 minutes. I, I'll wrap this up soon, I promise. What I can tell you is that I, I did not know all about, I, I had never done paid advertising in my life prior to Free the Dream Conference. And as of two weeks ago, I still had never done paid advertising. I am now doing paid advertising. Guess what? I did not just go in and figure it out myself. I hired somebody who is a professional at Facebook advertising. And so I'm thankful for that. And this person was not only so gracious to help me, you know, basically create ads for me and give me some direction and, and stuff like that. But this person was also kind enough to spend an afternoon with me and teach me how I could do it on my own. Because I, not, not that I will do it on my own in the future, but I like to know these things. I like to learn. I love, I love to see how it works. And now I actually know how to create Instagram ads and Facebook ads and targeting lookalike audiences. I know what a lookalike audience is. I know what um, how to target people who have uh, come to my sales page but didn't buy a ticket. And it's just incredible the things that you can do on Facebook through paid advertising. And you know what? I, I'm doing it. I'm not doing it all that well. <laughs> it's my first go. I don't expect to start something brand new and knock it out of the park right out of the gate. And so what I can tell you is that the advertising is not as effective as I know it could be and as it should be. And the reason why is because, well, quite frankly, my sales page is not, it, it, my sales page is just not adequate. 
It's adequate for people who know me, who already know, like, and trust me. It's people who already, without my sales page, already get the gist of what Free the Dream is and how it's going to impact their lives. The reality is is that I've been reaching out to people on my mailing list and I said, hey, because of the software I use, I can see that you've visited the sales page several times. And I can see on my Google Analytics because I've just learned how to use Google Analytics from Michael uh, Stelzner. Not that I didn't, okay, fair enough. I didn't, I knew how to install Google Analytics and I knew how to see how many unique visitors and all that other stuff. But now I know all about UTM tracking codes and campaigns and all this other stuff. So I'm I'm able to analyze and I'm able to see that people are spending seven minutes on average or 11 minutes on average from other campaigns You know, I've got people who are spending significant amounts of time on the sales page, but not purchasing a ticket. And and then I'm able to, in in, um, ConvertKit, my email program, I'm able to actually see who some of these people are. And I'm like, this person is a perfect fit. And so I'm, I reach out to them and, and I've reached out to folks and I said, listen, I'd be willing to set up a 15 minute call with you, which by the way, those are all booked by the way. Um, I would love to just have a conversation with you and talk to you face-to-face and ask you, why haven't you bought a ticket if you're interested in having that conversation? And so I've I've scheduled several of those calls and I've had a couple of them. And guess what? One-on-one, face-to-face, not a problem. They buy a ticket right afterwards. But they had questions that the obviously the sales page is just not it's just not written the way that it needs to be written. And so I've learned things about that that are going to help me next year. They're not, it, it, the thing is, is if I wanted to, I could spend every working moment, I was about ready to say waking moment, but every working moment between now and the next three weeks on optimizing the sales page. Convert, completely transitioning it over to, to exchange the marketing message to to why people are signing up and and all of these questions that I'm I know I'm having with people I could actually work with my Facebook advertising person and we could optimize this and optimize that and and I know that it's possible if I wanted to to spend every working moment and every connection with my my team to 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 hit that goal of 300 but at the same time. I'm now three weeks away and and I have to look at my priorities at this moment in time and say, is it my priority to have 300 people there? Or how does that priority align with the priorities of making sure that people who have already purchased a ticket are getting uh, good communication you know, do they do they are they getting pumped up and excited about coming? Are they going to be well prepared mentally? Are they do they have the information that they need? Have they been reminded to to make sure that they have their hotel booked? You know, and and all of this other stuff. Just making sure that they they know they know that this is going to be awesome. Am I spending the another priority? Am I spending the time preparing for my talks so that I'm not just up there speaking off the top of my head? That I am giving and delivering this information in a clear and concise way that will have the most amount of impact? Am I actually preparing this stuff? Am I practicing these talks? That's a, that's a, that is a priority. And so at this point, there's this balance between I'm going to continue to market 
But there are things that I have learned that I could have done vastly differently that, quite frankly, I'm not going to do differently over the next three weeks. Those things are going to just have to be implemented for Free the Dream 2019. That, that's, that's where I've come down to it. However, with that being said, I'm still going to market. I'm, you're, you're still going to see Facebook ads. You may see a couple random tweaks. If, you, if you're one of <laughs> and trust me, I know some of you are out there. You're hitting that sales page every day. Uh, why are you on the fence? Just buy the ticket. You know, here's what, okay, I'm going to share something with you. I heard about this, you know, gosh, I've been hearing this for months. Cliff, a majority of your tickets, sometimes as much as 70% 70 of your ticket sales happen within the two to three weeks leading up to the event. And I'm like, really? How is that possible? I don't get that. And then I, I thought for a second, wait a second. I went to Jeff Goins, well, actually, I went no, the Ray Edwards event does not matter because th- that one I knew I was going to months in advance. But w- when I went to Jeff Goins' tribe event last year, when did I know about that? Months in advance. When did I go to the sales page to research the cost and the dates and the time and all the location? Months in advance. How many times did I go to his sales page to check out that information? Probably about four or five times. When did I buy my VIP ticket to the Tribe Conference? Two days before the Tribe Conference. Okay. Igniting Souls. Carrie Oberrunner had Igniting Souls Conference in Columbus, Ohio. When did I know about that event? Months before the event. When did, I, when did I start researching the dates and time, the location, all of that stuff? Months in advance on the sales page. How many times did I go to the sales page to check out that information to confirm, you know, when each time when I'm like, am I going to do this? Am I going to do this? By the way, Tribe Conference, it was months in advance, it was put on my calendar, but never the tickets were purchased. I wanted to, quote unquote, leave my options open, I guess. I don't know why I did it, but I did. And then same thing, tribe conference. And and next thing you know, it's like, hey, I'm looking at my calendar. What's going on next week? Oh, that's that tribe conference. Or, oh, next week, that's that Igniting Souls conference. So when did I buy the Igniting Souls conference ticket? Two days before the Igniting Souls. I'm guilty of it too. Oh my gosh. Oh, so let me just say this. I hope you're one of those people. I really do. And it's it's not about the money. It's not about the Cliff Ravenscraft saving face in front of these people. You know, oh my gosh, here's the 300 people. You know, it's, it's not about not hitting my goal. It, guys, it literally, I hope that you're one of those people that have been going to, that have known about the Free to Dream conference for months. I hope you're one of those people who have been on the sales page multiple times. Where, what is the dates of this thing? What, what, what are, what's the schedule? By the way, go to freethedream.live. The schedule is now there. So if you want to know what time it starts on Friday and Saturday and Sunday, that's on there. If you want to know what time 
Friday's uh, sessions end, it's on there. If you want to know what time it ends on Saturday, it's on there. If you want to know what time it ends on Sunday so you can book your flight back, it's on there. All of that stuff, if all of that, all of those details are now on freethedream.live. And and I hope that you're one of those people who have been checking out that sales page several times. And I hope you're one of those people that on your calendar, you already have this big, huge, gigantic block of time. It's all blocked out. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, September 7th, 8th, and 9th. You've already got it blocked out. Free the Dream Conference. All right. And then on on the day before, you've got travel to Franklin, Tennessee. And then Sunday evening or Monday morning, you've got travel home. It's all blocked out on your schedule, but you haven't bought that ticket yet. And I don't know why you haven't, but maybe you were like me. Maybe you were that person that said, I just want to keep my options open. You know, maybe I'm going to get that client that says, hey, I want to hire you for for $15,000. Can I come spend a day with you? And and you say, well, yeah, when let's get the schedule it up. And it's like, well, when can we do this? And and that client says, well, the only time I have, uh, be, you know, before the end of this year would be September seventh. It's a Friday. And it's like, or we could do it, you know, first week in January. And then all of a sudden, now you're like, wow, I'm glad I didn't buy that ticket to free the dream conference because now, you know what? I think Cliff would understand if I I took a fifteen thousand dollar one day consulting gig. Yeah, I would understand that. And if that happens, man, I'll be super excited for you. I really will. But let's just put it this way. If you get there and and it's September 5th or September 6th, and you're like me, and you're like, okay, it's time to buy that ticket. The VIP ticket might be gone, but grab yourself a standard ticket and come on out to free the dream. Why? Because I do believe beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yes, I've expressed earlier, doubts have crept up. Thoughts like, I'm not worthy. Who do I think that I am? All of that stuff. You know what? That that is baloney. It's not true. It is not true. And I know this. In fact, if you don't, if you want to know what I'm talking about, go to let me let me find this episode for you. It's over at cliffravenscraft.com. Where is how confident are you in the value that you offer? Look at episode number 539. Listen to that episode. The last 30 minutes of it go, is me going on and on about my about my inventory of what I bring to the table. All I if I ever have any doubt about whether or not I'm worthy of hosting an event, all I have to do is listen to the last 30 minutes of episode 539 of this podcast, and all of that is expelled, and I'm ready to tell the world, you need to come to Free the Dream. It, it, I'm not telling you that you can't get a... You know what? I had somebody tell me, say, Cliff, man, I I know that... I, I, I know that... I know that I'm going to make it. I'll, I'll eventually get there, you know... But I just, I just don't know that now is the time. And you know what? I agree. Yeah, you can eventually get there. You'll eventually figure it out on your own. I'm not saying that without Cliff Ravenscraft, you have no chance of success. Without Dan Miller, without Ray Edwards, Giovanna Ellison, PJ Jonas, Stephanie Ravenscraft, and uh, Leslie Samuel, and Aaron Walker, and all these other amazing people. I, I'm not saying without John Morgan, and I'm not saying that you need us to succeed. But I'm just saying, wow, 
how vastly different your life will be if you actually attend this event and experience this event and you walk away with even 5% of the knowledge that will be delivered to you. You know, I have people tell me, Cliff, all the time, you know, I just don't know if I want to go to another event. Uh, I've spent so much money investing in all these events, and I come away with all these binders and notebooks and and all these lists of things that I know I should do, and I just, I just don't... <laughs> I just don't know if I want to invest in another event where I'm just going to end up getting all excited, all, all fired up, and then come home and do nothing with it. My friends, this event will help you understand why you've gone and invested all of that money in all of those other courses and all of those other conferences and seminars and workshops and haven't done anything with them. This is all about your mindset. This is all about your belief system. This is all about your attitude. It is all about your emotional state. It is all about everything that is that is going to take you to where you want to be in life. You know, 20%, this is something I learned from Tony Robbins, and I believe this percentage, 20% of achieving whatever it is that you want is knowledge and skill. of getting anything you want out of life, health, fitness, business, relationships, whatever, 20% is knowledge and skill. 80% is mindset and action. Free the dream is not a knowledge and skill. You're not going to have all the same things you hear hear at all those other entrepreneurial things. This is how you build your mailing list. This is how you grow your audience. This is how you get your subscribers. This is how you do this. No, we're going to help you understand this is how you developed the belief system that you have. This is how you can control your emotional state. This is how you can master your physical body. This is how you can build incredible relationships. This is how you can break free from fear and doubt. This is how you can break free from limiting beliefs that are holding you back from pursuing the life that you're created. This is how you can overcome imposter syndrome. This is how you can look fear in the face and say, forget you, I'm doing it anyway. This is how you can take anxiety and worry, and turn it into excitement and passion. Free the Dream Conference. It's happening, by the way, in three weeks from the time that I'm recording this. And there's still time, depending on if you're one of those folks, and and you know what? Benefit to those of you who listen to these episodes as soon as they come out. If you're listening to my voice within just a few days of this episode being released, you still have time to save $400 off of the standard ticket, but you can't delay. You can't dilly-dally around. You can't wait until September 5th to buy your ticket and save the $400 off the standard ticket, all right? So here's the deal. I want to tell you that uh, on Tuesday, August 21st, around 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning Eastern time, the ticket price for the standard ticket will go up, all right? So you have... Between now and Tuesday morning, Eastern time, before you lose your chance to save $400 off the standard ticket. The VIP ticket is at full price, and there are very 
few of those left. By the way, what's the difference between the standard ticket and the VIP ticket? The standard ticket will give you every session, all seven of the sessions that I told you about, you will get all of those. You will get every session from all of the other 10 speakers at this event. It is all, you will get all of the main sessions for the two and a half days of this conference. The only thing is, is that lunches are not included. Dinners are not included on the standard ticket. That's the difference. Now, if you have a VIP ticket, you do get to sit closer up front. Number two, you get to have lunch with myself and the other speakers on both Friday and Saturday. Lunch is provided at the venue. And there is also a special speaker and a special VIP speaker and myself dinner uh, on Saturday or no Friday evening. Friday evening is when we have our our dinner right after the general sessions close that day. And then there is a special bonus session, a one hour bonus session that I will do just for the VIP people, VIP folks right after dinner on Friday night. So that's what the VIP ticket is for. And again, by the time you hear this, those might even be sold out. So those are going pretty quickly. But um, standard ticket, you can still save $400 off of your ticket. And if you get your ticket before 9 a.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, August 21st. And uh, you know what? (laughs) Or you can be like me. You can go and pay full price two days before the event. And uh, I just trust that there are some of you that are going to do that. And, uh, that and, 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 and if that happens, then I'll say, why did I ever doubt my friends who told me that this was true? And why, I don't understand it. I don't know why you wouldn't want to save the money. But <laughs> the thing is, okay, confession time. I already know when Jeff Goins Tribe Conference is. I already know when the next Igniting Souls conference is. I already know about another conference from another friend of mine. I know all of the details. This, the, the dates are blocked out on my schedule. I could save money if I bought the tickets right now, and I still haven't. Why? Why haven't I? Okay, I need to go do that. All right, guys, go purchase your tickets. Free the dream.live. I can't wait to see you in Franklin, Tennessee. And more important than that, I can't wait until the very first conversation you and I will ever have in an email exchange, a direct message on Instagram or some other social media platform or face-to-face at some other event or future event of mine where you will tell me how your life has radically been transformed, that the trajectory of your life has been completely altered as a result of what happened in Franklin, Tennessee on September 7th, 8th, and 9th in 2018. Guys, I can't wait to see you there. Until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do, including your reservations of seats at events in a more timely manner, to the next level.